0: All right, let me ask you something. When do you start to worry about ear hair?
1: When you hear a soft rustling.
0: It's like puberty that never stops. Ear puberty, nose puberty, knuckle puberty. You gotta be vigilant. September 1st, 2013. Hi. Greetings.
1: Greetings.
0: Hi, y'all doing?
1: How are ya?
0: So, listen... To the news we have to talk to you about.
1: <laughs> it's a podcast. What else do they do? So listen.
0: Well, you know, no, really. listen. that's a time. good question because I have seen people, okay, and they've got headphones on. Uh-huh. And you don't know if they're listening to a podcast, but you can surmise. But whatever it is they're listening to, you can tell. They're not paying very close attention. They're doing other things. Their attention is divided, okay? Well,
1: yeah, but usually the people who are like walking around LA, they have that look on their face. You know the look.
0: But it's see, all
1: don't bother me. You should Do not look at me.
0: Are we not worthy of your complete attention? Well No, let's face it, there's <laughs> nothing very serious going on here. You can probably pay half attention and get
1: Although I will listen to shows what? and start like giggling madly and people are staring at me. That that happens.
0: But not this show. Not this Nobody show. Nobody laughs around here.
1: No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Preposterous.
0: So. So. Listen.
1: They're listening. Probably.
0: Well, you may have noticed if you looked at our website uh, that we only have two shows coming out this month. So Can you believe we've,
1: it? We've had a slowdown.
0: A bit of a slowdown. <laughs> That
1: was way better than it should have been. You've said
0: that last time I did my Whoa. slow-mo voice.
1: It's really quite good.
0: I'm really good at slow-mo wow. voicing. all
1: right, so... So,
0: in any case, um, you know, we got stuff in production, and Henderson and Havinder's coming along, Phantom Canyon's coming along, things are moving, stuff's going, but it's not ready to come out yet, and so it's not out yet. So, this month, we've only got two episodes, and we thought, kind of silly to do a twip in between that, when we only got one episode after each one, yeah. so... so. This uh, will be the only Twip for this month. We will be back early next month to preview the episodes of our other shows coming out then. And I'll have a bunch more news for you as well. So, so I know you'll miss us a little September bit.
1: Twip. We're mm.
0: slowing a little bit, but things will pick back up again. We got some news about stuff, so...
1: Uh-huh, and we've got lots of work to do. Getting Kingery back into production and all well, those other stuff. Well, that's one of and, the things yeah. here is
0: that I am happy to announce... That the entire Kingery staff is returning for season seven. Yeah, you writing bet, Writing staff. the Whole staff. Everybody's coming back. So that's lovely Miss Susan. Yeah. And yeah. myself. Yeah. And Renee Christine Jones mm-hmm. and Jared Page and Perry Whittle and Pete Mylan.
1: Yeah, we were so, like, hey guys, you still in? And they're like, yeah. And we were like, cool. And that was it. That was, that was it. That was the conversation. <laughs>
0: and we're like, do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll do it. <laughs>
1: And they're like, yeah, let's write some stuff. And we're like, yeah. Uh, we'll that was what it. we were thinking. Totally. We'll do that. Yeah. We'll
0: do that. <laughs> So. <laughs> wow. Uh, <but> actually, <laughs> later this coming week, we are having our uh, season planning chat where we sort of go over the kind of stuff we'd like to go through and uh, stuff we'd like to cover, stuff we'd like to see the characters you do. You make it sound so
1: organized. Really, it's like, you know what would be cool if we do this?
0: Yes. You know what would be cool if is how... The The entire entire thing thing goes, and I just take copious notes. (laughs) You know, and then I'll make the outline, and we'll go over that. We'll start scripting. So that's very cool. That's moving along. Um, This past week, the script to Genesis Avalon, episode 50, went out to cast. That is the final episode of the show.
1: Yes, it fluttered out on butterfly wings.
0: But that is... A great accomplishment for Kat and Kristen. So congratulations, ladies, on getting that out there. Isn't it crazy writing the 50th and the A? You're like, oh, oh, no. And you're like, what?
1: You're like, what? And what?
0: So in any case, uh, you guys out there, though, um, episode 45 just came out last week. So you've still got five more months of brand new shows. Don't take them for granted. Enjoy those months. Yeah. Yeah. Now what? Yeah.
1: What? Did I throw you off? A little bit. Did I mess up your rhythm?
0: You're screwing with my game. (laughs) It's that pretty face. Can't handle it.
1: Whoa. All right.
0: We're getting personal here on Twip.
1: Uh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, story of my life. So. Oh, my. Since the last twip, we've released more of the Phantom Canyon cast updates on social media. If you missed it, we have... Stop
1: saying social media. Social
0: you Social media, so old. old out there on the Twitters and the Tumblies.
1: And the Facebooks.
0: Uh, well, we're Facebooking. <laughs> um, but we have announced Aiden Rudd as Henry... Marty Brengel as Edwin's mother, Dave Morgan as Billy, and Kristen Bays as the livery owner. There will be more of those to come, so keep checking out the social medias (laughs) for more of that info as it comes. Yeah,
1: read the internet and you'll learn a thing. (laughs)
2: From Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, we have Brian Reed on the line.
3: No, 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 no. No, no, you got to go. Interview 435. Oh, no, yeah, so it's interview episode 435. Talk with a creditor. (laughs) Bum, 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 bum. Okay. Sorry. How's it going? (laughs) It's good. Excellent. It's good. It's good. um, You're lucky I can talk. I was doing lines for something, and it... Was really pushing my voice to the extremes. So. <laughs> so, I'm lucky I can talk from from something. Lines for um, something. From <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that show. That was... Gotcha,
2: yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Mystery. Yes. I'm a man of intrigue.
2: <laughs> I uh, I might sound a little stuffed today. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm coming over okay.
3: You're tied. we'll just talk like we have colds so how are you
2: i'm good
3: how are you i'm wonderful (laughs) i'm good come on please don't bite me
2: it sounds like zev has a cold
3: (laughs) it (laughs) does sound like zev has a cold oh honey there's so many better things we could do than this Mm. (laughs) talk to me after the interview
2: (laughs) so uh as you know we've got questions and Hopefully you have answers yeah. and uh,
3: hopefully. hopefully we'll uh,
2: see where this thing goes. So
3: mm. uh, I'm just boggled people have questions because my question was, how did I get an interview? Um, but, you know, great. <laughs> well,
2: that, that's actually, uh, I, I guess I'll answer that one. Uh, from time to time, I will throw out onto Twitter and onto Facebook uh Requests, you know, if you want to hear somebody's interview, and hey, if you want to hear somebody be interviewed, um, wow. to send me a message on Facebook or on Twitter, and I will get people into the rotation. you I was requested. You were requested. Oh, well, shucks.
3: Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm glad. Well, we aim to please. So what can I do you for? I mean, do for you. <laughs> so, uh, so let's talk Zeph. <laughs> why not why not we, we seem the, to be right there the, um, the 85 pound gorilla in the room yes
2: um, <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> so uh
3: you i think, think th- we're at a point in the season where nothing is spoiler anymore right
2: no we we are uh
3: we're officially allowed to talk about it all
2: um
3: i don't know what's the rule on pendant on spoilers because the finale sure. was at least weeks ago
2: yeah the, the finale has been aired uh, for a few weeks now, right.
3: um, I slept through the whole thing anyway. It's okay. Yeah, um,
2: and you laughed most of your way through the one before that.
3: Oh my God, recording that was. <laughs> There's, you know what? I'm just gonna say that there was so that was so freeform, and then um, it's probably better for me that nobody could really hear what was saying in his sleep because (laughs) it was getting really bad. It was getting really, really bad. I think I was just like way over tired the night that I did that. And I, uh, yeah. Yeah. He was having some kind of raunchy dreams about Brad or something like that. I don't know. Um, it was, (laughs) it just kind of went way over the top, but, um, the, uh, the Kingery, uh, folks were kind enough to make that really quiet.
2: (laughs) So, you've been playing Zeph for how long, though? Oh my gosh, um,
3: huh? I don't actually. Let's see. I it was. I remember at the end of spoiler for anybody's catching up. I remember at the end of season five asking Jeff if if I was, am I dead? You know, <laughs> am I coming back? But um, so I know that I got it two seasons, maybe three. Okay. I've lost track. I don't know. I just the lines come and I do them. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a bad innuendo in there, isn't there? Oh my goodness. Um, no, that I've, seems been, I've been. appropriate for, for Zef. I've been, yes, it would, it would be very appropriate, honey. Um, Zeph, I've, I've been doing Zeph's character. I don't want to say I've been doing Zeph. I've been doing Zeph's character for um, for at least two years, maybe three. Zeph is, is so over the top. I just. Oh, Lord.
2: It seems to come natural, it, it rolls. I,
3: <laughs> it sort of does. I don't know.
2: <laughs> um, and,
3: and the funny thing is, is that he and Socks just mesh so well together. And like, oh yeah. I could, you could put a lineup and I'd still not sure that I would be able to pick, you know, pick out any of the actors who play in these things. Cause you know, we're all in our own places, but they, um, I don't know. After a while you get sort of into this point where you just sort of know how the other person is going to react, I guess. But, um, <laughs> I love listening to the Zef Sox scenes cause, uh, socks is so over the top herself mm-hmm. and I love how she's played. So especially, yeah, especially the contrast in the last couple of scenes when she's, when she's in this French hotel and like everyone's expecting sophistication and she's like, crass out the wazoo
4: <laughs> <Just like, laughs>
3: as that brought out the character for me more than anything. But, um, yeah, no, Zeph is, Zeph is fun and interesting. Um, and the funny part is is that I have to do at least three takes of every line, so <laughs> just only imagine how some of the other takes might have sounded. Do you
2: end up coming up with a lot of um, ad-lib for socks?
3: You know, I am not Pete Mylan. I wish I was. <laughs> it is my dream one day to be Pete Mylan. Um, yes, I said that on, on air. Um, the, the, I hear he ad-libs tons of stuff. And I'm totally jealous because, I don't know, I think part of the problem is my day job refuses to stay just my day job. It tries to creep it into my nightlife as well and never really gives me much rest. Um, and uh, and I'm oftentimes a little tired by the time I get there. So sometimes there's some ad-libbing, but a lot of times I'm just more just being a little over the top of the character than changing the lines necessarily.
4: Mm.
3: Okay. I, I wish I wish I was uh, a little more free with my ad-lib one day.
4: One day it will be mine. It will.
3: Like right now. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the cold. It's the cold. <clears throat> um, does. But, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go please, ahead. No, please. No, I was trying to fill the awkward gap.
2: Um, does any of Sox's lines or the situations. Sox, not Sox, I'm sorry.
3: Yes, I, um, I don't play socks. No Zeph's <laughs> yes.
2: lines or um, situations are they ever um, the, this big question? word forward for words that does it ever make you blush? Um, is ah. are some of these ever difficult or how how do you
3: um,
2: how do you handle that?
3: Um, I just I just do the I just he's a character, so I just. I take it when it's when it's outside of the realm of my comfort. I go more over the top, and that just does it. I don't know. It just <laughs> that just makes it happen. Um, because ironically, I think that you know the lines that some people might find controversial are the ones where he's like really being sexual about things, um, and those are the best ones to take over the top, because that's kind of what they want from the character anyway, mm-hmm. um, and. Zeph is sort of the comic relief of the Kingery in in his own kind of way. Um, every time I listen to them talk about the show, you know, from the directors, that seems to be what they're looking for. So, um, so I figure, why not go over the top? And it's not like, oh, you're kind of cute. It's like, ooh, yes. Can I have your number? Afterwards, we'll go someplace. You know. He, um, he is.
2: But I think he also has a lot of heart.
3: He actually and does, you know, uh, for all the comic relief, he has a lot of character to him. And I think that um, I think that what I really liked about his character for season six, I think he had more character in season six even than he did in season five. Because in season five, you know, even with him being the comic relief, he's sort of like the stability because Sox is kind of all over the place. Um, well, everybody's kind of all over the place down there, but uh, in more ways than one. Um, and, uh, you know, he's sort of the, the maitre d' without being the maitre d'. But in in six, he had such purpose. I mean, like, he was dragging socks through her destiny, and I just kind of—it was funny because you know, looking at the story arc, socks would never have done any of the stuff if Zef hadn't pushed her, and like mm-hmm. even even when she said no, she wanted him to stop, he wouldn't give up. He just kept doing it anyway, and and it was kind of—I I, like that about Zef because you know, Zef on the whole of it, it was really like he's looking out for the people that matter to him and. He's making her feel special, and that that's really cool about Zeph that's one of my favorite aspects of him
2: he he seems like a lot of fun and a lot of um a lot of compassion at the same time
3: he is he totally is i mean he's not like a he doesn't always get a chance to be a deep character but he's full of heart he's totally full of heart <clears throat> until uh you know Nice, juicy man walks in the room. Mm. <laughs> and then forget it. You do whatever you want to do. I'll be in the back room.
2: Is there anything you'd like to see happen with Zeph? Like a direction that you as an actor would like to...
3: Gosh, I don't even know. You know, the funny part is, is that I looked at the end of the season and I went, wow, where are they going to go from here? I, I just sort of... every Everything about Zeph seemed to be channeled into this purpose. And then the purpose happened... I I kind of see I don't know. I almost wonder if Zeph isn't going to become sort of like the uh, the black horse underdog as far as dealing with her mom. Um because like I I kind of assume people underestimate him all the time. You know, they sort of think he's like a triviality in the world when he could be much more when he when he decides he wants to be, you know. Um I I don't know. I'm not really sure. I don't I don't see him getting into the the heavy stuff that like um, that happens really in the Kingery, you know. With that, uh, they've done that
2: with Asa, right? I mean, Asa was that character that, you know, the homeless guy that you just kind of overlook. Turns out,
3: there's more Asa. The, it was, it was a lot more to him. a lot more to Asa. Yeah, and and now he's he's becoming very central to the story. Mm-hmm. Isn't isn't uh isn't if I remember correctly isn't that who? Yep. Um. Yep. Her mom was, like really like gunning for.
2: Hmm. Oh,
3: yeah um so it'll it, it will be interesting because i think in some ways Zeph is actually positioned to be a real um to be a real dark horse kind of character nobody's real zef's not zef is uh you know i'm not one of the writers so i don't want to say this with authority but i when i listen to it Zeph is a driving force but he's not the backbone of the story he tends to he tends to sort of uh, he he's like the the uh, cattle herders, you know. He kind of keeps the story moving along from the sides, but um, but you know he's not like uh, he's not like the main character kind of driver of the uh, of of the what I see as the main arc. But then again, there's there's a couple of different arcs that are going on. This arc just happened to end in an interesting place, so I'm really curious to see where they go with it. They they certainly have a lot of opportunity to do plenty of things, but I almost see Zephyr is a powerful force in certain realms and completely useless in others. I like in the violent realms, I don't think Zef has any role personally. Yeah. yeah. Um I think he would probably be cowering under the table screaming his head off. But um <laughs> who knows? Although I don't remember I'm trying to remember now if how he acted when all the craziness was going on in season five at the very end. Was see, I can't even remember now. I'm totally blanked. He might have actually. He like, got shot at one point, didn't he? He he did, but I I think that he actually kind of got brave about everything. But um, I, I just can't remember the details. I do remember him being shot because I remember the, the 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 quote unquote dying scene. Um, <laughs> that was actually fun to play. I, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, the uh, but I think that the thing with Zeph is that. I think Zeph is an easy character to underestimate. Oh um, I, I I really yeah. really do. But he's. This season he showed that he's a very persistent and dogged character that will push the envelope and he may not be you, you may not see him like coming full coming at you um head on, but yeah. he'll still have an influence from the side for sure, I think. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what the writers do. So I'm excited to see what happens.
2: Looking forward to it.
4: Oh
3: uh-huh. Yeah, sorry, just drinking water. Um yeah, I am looking forward to it. Zeph is sort of a a a monthly staple for me. Aside from the credit thing, but I I, I look forward to the Zeph stuff. So also, just an interesting quirk about me. Um, this this might sound like it's uh, egotistical, but it's actually not. When I get scripts, I I hit Control F and I my character and I go to the spots with my character parts, and I don't read any of the rest of the script. And it makes listening more fun because then oh I, no, have no idea what, keep, I, I have no. that's not egotistical. That's trying to keep yourself. I have no time. idea what happens in some of the other stuff. If it's not a scene I'm in, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't read it ahead of time. Well, I don't want some people to be like, oh, he only cares about himself.
2: Bastard. No, I, I think I've heard that from, <laughs> from a number of, of um, interviews before I started doing these that, you know, people um, don't want to know until they hear it. They want to have that experience.
3: Well, if you actually think about it from an acting standpoint why would your character even know that that stuff's going on why should it influence what you do your character doesn't know true if your character knows it's in your scene yeah right so yeah that's that's how i look at it and actually kind of i guess from a method acting standpoint that helps
2: so um switching gears a little bit um so when we are doing this interview um it is the same day that episode 46 Was released for Genesis Avalon. And prior to that, you've had. You've been uh, introduced. That's
3: right. Mother found me in the cave.
2: Yes. So. I'm not sure how deep we can get into this at this point, but.
3: Well, um, we could spoil it, but I would have to kill you. (laughs) That would be fun.
2: Oh, you wouldn't have
3: to. There are ninjas. (laughs) um i i and we talked about this before we started the interview, but the character is announced already, so uh it was it was redacted um the character the character is none other than than I call the character cat squee that's my that's the name I have for the character because cat was so ridiculously excited about this character <laughs> <laughs> she, so we'll call the character cat squee um <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's more good. So here's the funny bit. Um, you ever watched the show Merlin? I have not. Oh,
2: I'm not going to. And spoil I also you, have to say, an which amazing one?
3: Show. No, no, no. The, like the one that was recent. I don't. I watch it on Netflix, so I have no idea. Okay. Um, I really have no idea what original station it was. Maybe it was ABC. I don't know. Um, but it was. A f- Merlin's a fantastic series. It's five. It's five seasons. I got hooked on it, and they only went up to season three. Then they added season four, and I'm like, come on, we're season five, and now finally season five came out. I, I finally, finally finished it. Um, but when I first auditioned for quote the boy, I just did. I don't know. I just did something a little bit over the top British, um, kind of whiny, um, petulant kind of thing, um, and I had no idea what she was gonna what what this really was this was surprised to me too once I got the character um but it's kind of like a little bit um I'm, I'm I'm thrown I have to keep going back to my audition and and saying stay true to what I auditioned because I really really like how Mordred has played on Merlin and I you know he's he's a little more mature than the one I <laughs> mine's mine's much more um emotional and petulant I think but uh but you know you'll see Mort, Mort, Mort is an interesting character
2: Now did you also do The Iteration We'll say of him Last season When uh, During the underworld portion No Well what we
3: do you mean last season, last season Too many episodes running in my head There was a Mordred last season um, What do you mean like when there was a baby kind of thing
2: The, the little boy
3: are oh, you talking about the flashback thing? The flashback episode?
2: No. Um
3: no, I I didn't I, I started in episode 43. Let me just okay. It. Have it. <laughs> um Yeah, when I auditioned, I hadn't yet had a chance to even listen to Genesis Avalon, so I had to cram a lot of episodes cuz cat was like, "No, you got to hear it all." And uh, <laughs> so I was like, well, yeah, like, non-stop listening to Genesis Avalon while I was trying to do my paperwork. It was like, "Oh, okay." Lots of fighting going on in my head for for weeks.
2: Um, yeah, um, I'm talking about when they went after Obsidian.
3: Yeah, no, I I wasn't the voice. I wasn't the voice back then. No. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm blanking on that episode at the moment, but um, no, I wasn't the voice. I I started the voice at uh, um, uh, what everybody heard two months ago, two, three months ago, I guess. Ah, you lose track. Yeah, episode forty-three. Well,
2: that's a lot of awesomeness in a short period of time.
3: (laughs) So he he, he'll be more he'll be more prominent. I can't really see too much more than that. Okay, are we on episode forty-five or forty-six? Maybe we're on forty-six
2: as as we are doing this interview.
3: Forty-six, was So he'll 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 be in that. I actually haven't had a chance to hear it yet, but um, uh, he'll he'll be in that episode. Um, cat forty-five was freaking amazing. I really just like there. Mm, yeah. uh, so, yeah, so yeah. 45 was really, really well done. I was. I mean, not that they're not well done in general, but I really liked 45. Um, I, I liked the writing in 45 tremendously. I thought that was a nice steady story. I liked it. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so I'm kind of into the whole art thing too, because of Merlin. Um, so now that, now that I finished that episode, um, it's uh, now that I finished that, that TV show, I, I can get my, uh my, Pendragon, uh, kicks through (laughs) this is (laughs) So And So, I just want to to say like, not that everybody hasn't already said this, but every time I listen to this show, it's a great, great cast. And as the creditor, which I should probably talk about at some point, but as the creditor, the, the cast just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, like I'm looking at the cast list for the season, uh, for, for, for 48 or 49, I just got the, that list. And that list is like, I'm going to be dry in the mouth by the time I get to the end of that list. Um, but uh, Laura Post and David Alt are just incredible. I, I, every episode they're in, I, I just, I'm just i really just impressed by them a lot. And the, the stupid thing is, so like, you know, hi, Laura, this will explain some things. Okay, so um, I probably have said <laughs> hi, Laura, maybe once or twice. I feel like I know Laura because I heard the interview and I listened to her constantly on this Genesis Avalon, these other things, and then she like she was in um, 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 uh, Sword uh, Sword Online. Shoot, what's it called? Sao. I don't know. It, it's a it was a cartoon, Japanese cartoon re- redone, it, and they just released it. So like a couple of a couple of people I know were the voice actors for this, and one of them was her so, You know, I like congratulated her online, but it's just sort of funny that it's like. You know, I feel like I kind of know her from listening to her, but she's like, I don't know who this is, but all right, whatever.
2: Kind of makes your head explode <laughs> when, you, when you see that it's somebody you know.
3: Oh, yeah, it's really it's really cool. Like, I knew three people in that. Um, so it's really just kind of wild, you know?
2: Yeah, and, and Laura sounds like Jaina, so when we connected, it, it was like, oh, my God, I'm talking to Jaina. I'm talking to yeah, right. Savalon here. <laughs> It's like, right, exactly. it's like fanboyed for five minutes before we started.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I really just I'm just I'm, I'm just impressed with them. It's just it's, it's great. It's good stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, Laura and David were definitely fun interviews. And if you haven't heard them, go back to the Twit page on pendant.com and pendant and you can listen to their interviews. Cool. Um,
3: <laughs> shameless plug, right? Shameless play. There's nothing shameless about that plug. <laughs> um,
2: anything else about Genesis Avalon? You feel you
3: can tell um, there? God, there's so much. Uh, there's so much you can't say because you know, like the majority of my stuff is coming up. It's not there yet. Um, so I guess I'm kind of lips sealed at the moment. I don't know. Yeah. Listen and it's going to the be the really, podcast.
2: really packed too. I mean, we've only got a couple of oh, six yeah. today and then 47, 48, 49, 50.
3: I, okay. Okay. Here's something you wouldn't have even thought to ask me about. So, um, I dabbled with mixing, um, on another site. Uh, I was on a, a site called Vocaloco, loco and, um, we, we had a little radio play contest. Um, and, uh, and I want to thank, uh, Jeff because he kind of gave me some of the I got through four out of five of the director lessons and then his life and my life veered in opposite directions and we never got to the fifth lesson but I it it helped me kind of get a grip on how to do mixing and stuff like that because we were having this radio play contest and I was one of the mixers Um, and the having been through this process and knowing what it's like to have to I guess what we call impendent direct a show oh my god The last episode or two of Genesis Avalon, I just felt nothing but pity for how long those episodes were for you guys and how much work must have gone into it. So honestly, people, when you listen to these shows, you have no idea unless you've done it. The the, the ridiculous degree of work that goes into having to produce just even 20 minutes of a show, I'm kudos to all of you who do this because I would never have time to do the amount that you do. It's just amazing. It, It would take me forever. I'm very, very impressed. So... Kudos, really. Oh, I've always liked it. <laughs> Definitely good stuff.
2: All right, so um, when we shift gears a little bit, and you are the credit man.
3: Episode three. Yes, my deep, <laughs> my my divos. because um, I'm having a senior moment and I'm totally forgetting his name, the guy who was doing it before me. I I ah, it's just out of my head all altogether. I I feel like I should sort of cheat and look um but uh um I, I i tried to envision in my head if i was him but with the oh joe thomas right um i i love joe thomas's voice i think it's awesome and i i i you know i'm i'm torn because as a as a singer i like to push my voice higher as a talker i like to push my voice deeper and so i would love to have that deep voice like he does but i don't feel like i can without you know um a lot of compression not compression a lot of eqing it or something but i just um no that wouldn't even actually work actually but uh i his voice is so much deeper than mine but it's uh when i i don't know you know like when you when you do a when you do a voice you hear it differently in your head than it than how it comes out and um in some ways, that's actually perfect for, for doing any of this kind of stuff because you want the voice to be your own. Um, but at the same time, in, in your head, when you think you're imitating something, you're you're guiding yourself in the direction of where you want to go. So um, my voice is something of a mix between Joe Thomas and the movie guy, the movie phone guy, uh, sometimes. In fact, actually, I think I get ch- uh, chastised once for that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> episode five, choose one. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, all I do is I just try and go as deep as I can and make, make it sound somewhat interesting. Um, but <clears throat> being the credit guy doesn't sound like a really exciting job, but some of your names make my job a challenge. <laughs> and even the simplest things I, uh, yeah. Um, There have been some times when I've recorded and same name. I just trip over it every single time. I can't get through the name for some stupid reason. Um, And then my favorites are Colin's music choices because Colin, I, (laughs) I am fairly sure that Colin Kelly has decided. I'm just kidding here, Colin. But I'm fairly sure that Colin Kelly has decided that in order for the music to be good for his show, it has to have like only consonants or um weird spellings so that i have to look at these words cross-site to try and figure out what how they're how they're said (laughs) because they may sound like normal words but they don't look like it on paper (laughs) but um no they're they're usually pretty good about helping me out with that um yeah sometimes i've tripped on simple names i uh you know sometimes you don't you expect the name is, is It's supposed to sound like one thing and it's another. Other times, I've tripped over the simple setup of my recording space, and the screen is just far enough away that if my eyes are tired, the letters blur a little bit. And it's only the I like to give three takes for each of these, just because you know, pick and choose what you like best, whatever. Um, But uh, I've sometimes gone to third one and go, "Oh, there's an L in that word. I didn't see that." (laughs) And then then I'm like, "Well, okay, I guess I got to do that again." I mean, yeah, you I got often, your staples. Yeah. You 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 got names that you see all the time that come through here. There's definitely staples. Uh, I mean, um, I think I've seen Paul Brueggemann's name a hundred times. You know, things like that. Um, but uh, but then new names, new names come through, and it just you, you gotta get used to. It. And some of these shows have characters. Oh, the Shakespeare characters. Some of their names are a little odd too. But um, <laughs> but you know, that's not too hard to figure out in the long run. Yeah, for
2: some reason. And I
3: guess I've been writing it since I was a kid, so I, I
2: don't – I guess I get it, I guess, because so many people have had a hard time with my name. Um, like if I'm at a restaurant and they'll bring back my card and they'll say, thank you, Mr. – I'm like, godly, don't even bother.
3: <laughs> really? They have a hard time with your name? Yeah. yeah. I... Well, you know what? I shouldn't be surprised because to be honest with you, um, well, nobody has trouble saying my name, but nobody can spell it right um my parents god bless their souls no just kidding um my parents decided that it would be really cool to put a y in my name which is fine except that nobody spells it that way um there's a few of us out there that do right uh, so usually nobody gets the i in my last name right so they misspell both my names <laughs> nobody can get, it's like the simplest name in the world but nobody can nobody can get it right um but your name shouldn't be hard to pronounce. Gotly was not uh, that was pretty straightforward. It, it must be from the
2: the just the way it's written. I, I really? think it's the um I E B maybe or they
3: they think it's GOAT. You should just you know what you should just tell them there's a silent Q in there. <laughs> just tell them it's it's Q G O T T.
2: Do you take um the approach to credit reading
3: different? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me if I take tips. I was going to say yes, but I was waiting for you to ask. <laughs> <me>. um, <laughs> Go approach, on,
2: sorry. That's okay. The, your approach to credit reading, is it different than the acting? <clears throat>
3: um, well, there's not a character to exactly get into. Um, mm-hmm. uh, although it would be fun to do it, like whose line is it anyway? We have to read the bit of character. Read them like Christopher Walken. Laura <laughs> like, La Post is Jada Math. I can't. I can't do <laughs> I gotta be in the right mood for a Christopher Walken voice. But you know, like, um, or I did not inhale. But um, <laughs> no. When I do it, I just, I do. Ha- I do have a certain rhythm to it, mm-hmm. uh, and and it does a vary a little bit for each show. Um,
2: I was gonna but, ask uh, if it's different for the different shows
3: it is a little bit i mean it's a little i think it's i think i do it a little punchier for genesis like a genesis avalon type of show because it's a superhero show mm-hmm. um uh i don't know um they're not that different from each other but i'm but i might depending on the show i might tone it down a little bit i guess mhm uh like i'm trying to remember if i do that i think with the shakespeare one like maybe the introduction of it um it's it just sort of has a certain certain the middle part is usually pretty straightforward it's it's the beginning and the end where sometimes we'll punch it a little more than others um you know uh only at you know. mm-hmm. whatever or however it ends because it's um usually it's usually it's the same ending but um the uh there's not yeah, I have been one or two instances where there have been like a specific characterization to it. But generally speaking, it's it's I it's relatively straightforward. In fact, actually, I oftentimes think I'm, I think I'm doing it too fast because um, my natural. see I, uh, My family was from Brooklyn, so my natural mm-hmm. speed was to speak fast and I've had to train myself to speak slower, but it doesn't hold all the time. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm doing fine. And then I listen to Joe Thomas's stuff and I'm like, oh, he spoke a lot slower than I do. Wow. I should really slow it down. Um, But at the time that you're doing that, you're like, I'm talking slowly. And it feels, like, obnoxious. I don't know. Um, But as far as – I don't know. I I, 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 want to say that I do it differently, but it might not actually be true because I kind of take them as I go. I I should take this moment to thank Susan because – Susan's infinitely patient with me because <laughs> I've got so many things going on, and I keep, um, I keep forgetting to move the files into the spot where it will remind me to do it early. Um, but she's been really cool about everything and, um, and deadlines getting sorted out and stuff like that, and we all kind of get it worked out. But it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think I have anything more to add about that. I'm flubbing around at this point, so. You mentioned earlier something about singing. Oh, yeah. 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 What's that about? Huh? I sing. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what that's about. No, so, okay. I came onto the web for voice stuff because I wanted to read audiobooks. That's actually kind of my thing now. I wanted to read audiobooks, and I peeked at that, and went, this does connect. I peeked at that, and I was like, oh, my God. It's not gonna happen i thought oh yeah i could do this i read to my kids and i recorded something and my friend is in at the time was in audio listen that and went this is shit um he said you're fine with your reading but like there's so much noise around you i, I was recording on like a headset mic i mean it was like <laughs> i didn't know squat about audio um so i started or tooling around on various things and then i got myself sort of trapped on a site called voice hollywood and another one afterwards called Vocal Loco where i kind of put away voice acting for a while and sang because there there's online singing and um i really have been somebody i i I have a baritone voice i I sing all my life in fact actually i think um i'm hoping to get a call back to uh the the um the wedding singer that's that's a local production here um but uh but no i i do a lot of singing but there it's kind of fun because you you have different showcases where like there's um there'll be contests or, or themes of some sort. And you, you go out and you find the karaoke's and then you lay the track down and then you lay your singing voice on top of it and you mix it. And I actually learned a tremendous amount about mixing from doing that, um, which then led me to what I'm doing now, which is the audiobook stuff. But um, I, yes, I sing. I, I totally love to sing. Um, and uh, yeah, this is, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what, what there is to say about that. I, I, I've done um, a, a bunch of music theater um, I used to do choirs and stuff like that, but um,
2: so I don't the know if I'm is, very important to me. I don't know if I'm the only one that's thought this, but if there's ever a part two to Dixie, um, and they need a another musical character, hey, oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs>
3: that'd be awesome. I would love that. Uh, I come from the land of Dixie. Um, no, I different Dixie. I know. I know. I'm just, <laughs> uh, to be. F- Fair. Oh god, I'm gonna get blasted for this. I haven't actually had a chance to listen to Dixie yet. Um time being a little limited. I i keep hearing about it and I keep wanting to get to it and I just haven't gotten to it yet, so I don't really know anything about Dixie.
2: Um Well, I admitted to um to Seth in his interview that when I first got dependent, it was one of those that I did get to right away either. And in one sense, I was really sorry that I didn't because it was very good, but at the same time I didn't have to wait a month between episodes.
3: Yeah, for that's
2: true. S- for about half of the show, so right,
3: right, right, that is true, that is true. So that is that's on my list. We'll get to it. Um, you, definitely you definitely will sing. enjoy it. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely sing. Um, mostly baritone stuff, a lot of music theater stuff, but when i was on the other side you know you, you sort of test you sort of push your boundaries so there was one point where i pitched down um uh don't ask me to demonstrate cuz right now my voice is not up for it but um i i i pitched down um um oh where where is the song going in my head um queen uh their famous song um not that they're not a lot. of The most famous song.
2: And at this moment, Jeffrey goes, "You're gonna to have to
3: yeah, narrow no, it down." Yeah, you can't narrow <laughs> that down. Not, not the same, the famous. The, um, uh, oh god. Oh god. This is so embarrassing. Okay. I always think of Wayne's World when I hear this song. Um. Oh. Mama mia, mama. Via. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Thank you. I, I'm like my brain's it. It's a b. Come on, you can do this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I actually. Uh, um. Was it Bohemian Rhapsody? It... I don't even know. I'm so tired. Well, that was um, the one in Wayne's World. Yeah, no, know that was the one in Wayne's World. No, I'm trying to think. That was the one of I the. I, it was a Queen song that I did, and it was even that. It was one of the others. But it was like, I, it was, it was one of those. I get, I, I over the years, I got these golden moments where I could hit notes that I will never ever be able to hit again. And um, yeah, that was a That was one of those moments I will never be able to hit that note again. Like when I, I, I actually recorded Gethsemane from Jesus Christ Superstar. Russell. That's one of those other rock rock opera high notes that just I just happen to be in the right place at the right time and it will never happen again. So thank God it's recorded. <laughs> that kind of thing because usually I'm in a deeper voice range. But um, no, you, you push all sorts of genres there because you get chance in country, rock, you know, all sorts of things. So it's kind of fun. Cool. Very cool. The, no, my big thing now is audiobooks. That's what I started with and that's what I've come back to. Mm-hmm. So I, I started doing that with. Uh, a site called ACX, which is an audiobook creation exchange. Um, people should check it out if they're interested. It's it's a really it's a nice site to be able to kind of get into the get into doing that and maybe making a couple of bucks on the side. Or you can buy my book. No, shameless <laughs> <laughs> plug. Um, that is that's fun because then you get to be all the characters. And there, I kind of the three years of circling around from. First coming on to doing stuff, getting independent audio to do some voice acting and to, um, and voice Hollywood to do the music and some of the other places and learning the mixing stuff of vocal local. Then when I come back full circle and all this, the various different stuff that I've learned, one of the things that I learned that I never really paid attention to is this. When you are doing a radio play, like we're like what we do here, mm-hmm. if you ask me to do a female voice, it won't fly. But if I'm a audiobook narrator, sky's the limit. Nobody cares. You don't even have to sound like a woman as long as there's the implication that it's a woman. Fine. It's like it's like totally different rules. It's really kind of wild. The minute you start to sound like you're doing a radio play, forget it. You got to stay gender true, and and that's been kind of an interesting little uh, defining line over there. So well,
2: yeah, I could see that with.
3: Um... With an audiobook, you're just the
2: expectation is to verbalize what's on the page.
3: Right, exactly. Exactly. So I probably talked your ear off at this point.
2: I was going to ask if there's anything else you'd like to plug or talk
3: about. Well, if I can plug, if I can plug. Honestly, the, the the reality is is that I did do my first audio book. It's a short one, so it's not expensive. Uh, it's called Superheroes in Prose, um, and I and it is more charactery and there's uh, lots of voices. And the basic concept is this. Uh, I, I really like this author's writing because he's kind of sm- uh, snarky. Um, but uh, <laughs> this this guy and it's sort of based like Tennessee, although there's not mostly Tennessee accents. But uh, this guy has a superpower of gravity, largely because he's got an alien living in his head, that's sort of a sociopath, but can control gravity and other and there are other supervillains and superheroes. But, you know, um, it, it, within the first three, four five minutes um, in the middle of a superhero fight, uh, this he's got his powers up and he freaks this woman out and the voice in his head is like, oh, great. Now she's going to have cancer or something, you know, like and and it's just it's just like this really snarky voice. And it's so much fun to play um, and there's so many different characters and it's actually really fun to listen to so buy the book you like it <laughs> you can awesome. get it on Audible, Amazon or iTunes cool so anywho well, thank you so much for taking the time yeah thank you for having me I was kind of surprised it went, <laughs> this, went as well as it did I mean I was just like what am I going to say
2: <laughs> yeah, this was definitely a lot of fun um if you'd like to follow me on twitter oh can people follow you on twitter
3: yeah 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 yeah.
2: who are you on Um, twitter
3: i am brian reed 72 um uh Mm b-r-y-a-n see this is where that's relevant r-e-i-d 72 or you know i had this i had what i call the facebook pendant explosion I found one of you guys on pendant uh, on Facebook and therefore I found all of you
2: guys.
3: (laughs) So I have become friends overnight with like 20 different people on Facebook from pendant. Um, They're like, Oh, I think I recognize that name. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, it actually kind of helped because like Paul, Paul just had the seminar auditions. And so like I, I was able to send him a quick message through Facebook. It was very convenient. Um, Uh, also, if you want to know more about the the uh, audiobook stuff, you can like my audio my my Facebook page. Read to me—that's kind of my moniker. R e i d the number two m e. It's called Read to Me Narrations, or maybe it's Narration. I'm not sure, but um, uh, you can check that out, and then you'll see announcements for any of the audiobook stuff that comes out. Because I got a couple others in the works. I got a short story collection of. Um, gory twilight zoney halloween kind of stuff things coming out cool. and uh, and more of the superheroes and pros so cool
2: um so that's how we can find you on social media um if anybody wants to get in touch with me they can get a hold of me on twitter i am at jg underscore qa and no i haven't changed my facebook yet uh, you can find me on www.facebook.com slash J-O-R-D-A-N dot G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B dot five zero three six. Yep, someday.
3: And... I will Twitter you right now. <laughs> As we have, After the interview, I will Twitter you. God. Excellent. <laughs> totally. Oh. <me>. Um, <laughs> yes. I- For once something that's not about Miley Cyrus. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, now we've dated it. Yeah, no kidding. Like, episode yeah. 46 didn't date it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. Um, yeah. Once tweet again. him, not twerk him. Okay? Sweet yes. him.
2: Wow. And okay. we're spiraling <laughs> out of control. Yes, <laughs> Shutting up, then. Yeah. Must bring it back. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Resist, resist okay thank, thank you again
3: sir. you're welcome thank you <laughs> and um i hope i've entertained
2: you people <laughs> well i've been entertained i'm sure at least at least <laughs> others have as or will Woo-hoo, be
3: party of one
2: <laughs> entertain <laughs> party of one yes <laughs> <laughs> And before this gets any more insane um Thank you.
3: Crossing the Jordan, interview 27, featuring the voice talents of Jordan Gottlieb as himself and Brian Reed as everyone else. Music, not by Kevin MacLeod. Words Twitter, not to be confused with the word twip. Produced by Jeffrey and Susan Bridges. This production of Crossing the Jordan, copyright 2013, Pendant
0: Productions. It's over. It's over. It's
1: over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, September eleventh. Much ado about nothing. Act five, Pendant Shakespeare.
4: Is this the monument of Leonato?
2: It is, my lord.
4: Done to death by slanderous tongues, was the hero that here lies. Death, in guerdon of her wrongs, gives her fame which never dies. So the life that died with shame lives in death with glorious fame. Hang thou there upon the tomb, praising her when I am done. Now, music, sound and sing your solemn hymn. Pardon, goddess of the night. Those that slew thy virgin knight, For the witch with songs of woe Round about her tomb they go. Midnight assist our moan. Help us to sigh and groan Heavily, heavily. Graves yawn and yield your dead Till death be uttered. Heavily, heavily. Now, Unto thy bones, good night. Yearly will I do this right.
2: Good morrow, masters. Put your torches out. The wolves have prayed. And look the gentle day before the wheels of
4: Phoebus round about dapples
2: the drowsy east with spots of gray.
4: Thanks to you all, and leave us. Fare you well. Good morrow, masters. Each his several way.
2: Come, let us hence and put on other weeds. And then to
4: Leonato's we will go. And hymen now with luckier issue speeds than this for whom we rendered up this woe.
1: Coming out Wednesday, September 25th, episode 46 of Genesis Avalon.
2: Next time on Genesis Avalon, friends are reunited.
4: Oh, you're alive! You're alive! You're you're here at Secrets are unveiled.
0: I knew it was important to protect my niece and nephew when they were so important to the legacy. I thought they died in a plane crash. On their way to Tuscany.
4: And ultimatums are given.
0: Your time is up, Arthur. The line of Pendragon ends today. Give me Excalibur. Enough. Enough of this. If you want Excalibur, Then you shall have to take it.
2: Genesis Avalon, episode 46, coming September
0: 25, 2013, only at PendantAudio.com.
1: La la la, the show is almost done. Yay!
0: And that's the end of this here episode of this here show.
1: I know. It's sad. I'm going to miss you guys. You have a really good September without me, okay? I'll be back in October. (laughs) No one cur. Yes, they do. No one cur. Yes, they do. No cur. You know what? If you miss us in September, you could just listen to this episode two times. Maybe three times.
0: If they do cur. If they do. If you cur. You can listen.
1: Stop saying grrr. You
0: can also talk or to grr. us on the social medias.
1: Oh, yeah, you can say We're hi. We're fairly active
0: on there. You know.
1: You could say hi to Pendant. Say hello. Or just to me or to Jeffrey. We're there too. Sometimes. We're there separately and together. And sometimes in the Pendant account. And sometimes, I don't know. We're around is what I'm saying. I'm just telling them where to find us because I'm so lonely.
0: What? <laughs> Go to hell. What? Get out. Oh. Be sure to stop by the website at pendantaudio.com. The Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant. The LiveJournal community at community.livejournal.com slash pendantaudio. The Facebook page at facebook.com slash pendantaudio. The Twitter feed at twitter.com slash pendantweb. And the Tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com. We'll see you back here in October.
1: Oh. This is Susan Bridges.
0: And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. It's okay if things get a little slow once in a while. They will pick back up, it's not a big deal. Don't you worry. Everything will be fine.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> I'm going to hug a pendant over here. Yeah, we were so. like, hey guys, you still in? And they're like, yeah. And we were like, cool. Mm-hmm. Read the internet and you'll learn nothing. <laughs>